0: Hey girl, I'm Carly Pax. After a lifetime of emotional eating, struggling with my weight and being a serial dieter, I finally found the missing key to weight loss and I lost 20 kilos. Each week, I'll give you my no BS weight loss advice so you can sprinkle it over your life and your dinner plate and lose weight too. Everything I teach you is fluff free. That means you'll learn simple strategies to master not only your weight, but your mindset as well. Girl, you get that in check and those extra kilos will never haunt your booty again. If you're ready to lose the weight for life, let's go. What is up, you gorgeous, fabulous creatures, and welcome to another brand new episode of the all-new Losing It podcast with Kylie Pax. You're here with me, Australia's emotional eating coach, and I'm thrilled and delighted, as always, to be here with you on another Thursday. It's Thursday here in the magical land of Oz, and I'm awfully excited about it. One day closer to the weekend, girls one day closer. And I'm not sad about that. I will, you know what, I will just say a little side note. For years I lived my life like living for the weekend and I don't do that anymore, basically because my days and my weekend, weekdays and weekends are pretty much all the same, like I just work. But also, and mainly because I decided what a shitty way to live, like just slugging it through Monday to Friday so that I could Enjoy myself on the weekend. I feel like that's probably more of a teen vibe when they go out partying and everything on the weekend, which is just not. I listen. I'm in my old lady era. <laughs> I am not interested. If somebody invites me out, I'm like, please just don't. That's offensive to me. Like, Really? I don't want to go anywhere or do anything or see anyone. It's just I'm living in my own little bubble and I'm quite proud to own that really. Now, today I want to share something with you that popped into my head earlier today. I thought, what am I going to talk to you about today? Like what is on my heart? What is on my mind for this week? And I was listening to, I'm always listening to podcasts, like uh, Fiend, I'm just obsessed with uh, learning, self-development, like all of that sort of thing, which is, you know, hilarious because when I was younger, my father couldn't get me to, (laughs) like, didn't didn't want any part of education back then and now, now he probably couldn't care less and now I'm just like a little sponge, can't get enough knowledge. But I was listening to some podcasts when I was at the gym this morning and it triggered a reminder in me. And this may very well be the shortest podcast known to mankind because I'm just going to share this with you and I'm going to leave it with you for you to think about. It's basically a little activity that I'm going to leave you with, but it is so fucking transformative that um, I actually told myself that I was going to do it before I jumped on the podcast here with you and I completely forgot, but I will do it the second I get off and or we could do it together, but it's a little mini exercise that I've used several times in my life and it is a game changer. This is one that can, if you're feeling lost or off path or like I can't recalibrate and I want to, I want to lose weight, obviously. I want to quit emotional eating. Of, right? All the things. We want that. But life gets in the way. The kids get in the way. The kids, the kids are back at school. I don't know what's going on. The kids are off on school holidays. Definitely don't know what's going on. We've always got A 1,001 excuses. I can pull them out of my back pocket at your request. I can give you any number of excuses as to why now is not a good time. Oh, now is not a good time. I've spoken about this multiple times, but I used to scour the calendar looking for the perfect date to start my brand new diet or my new program or whatever it was that I was going to be doing to lose weight, of course. That was my, I mean, hello, That's, <laughs> that was my life history. People often ask me, how did you get into what it is that you do? How did you become an emotional eating coach? I'm like, how could I not? It's the story of my life. So I have this little tool and I'm going to share it with you today. And if you're feeling, which often can happen for us here in Oz, it's the smack bang middle of winter, just an absolutely vile time of year. If you're like me, if you're like me and you hate fucking winter... This is, I'm not a fan. I literally am just putting on my happy mindset every day, fake as, and just praying for these days to to pass quickly so I can get some warmth and sunshine back in my life. But regardless of the season, there is, like what I said earlier, there's a 10 billion different things that can trip you up, so to speak, and pull your mindset off track and you sometimes find you just can't find your way back again. You just think, I used to be so good and my weight loss was just vibing and now I just can't seem to get it together, which happens all the time. And I think this is why this came to me today because I was earlier this year vibing and my weight loss was fantastic and I just couldn't wait every day to jump out of bed. Meanwhile, that was summer in our in our hemisphere, that was summer. I couldn't wait every day to get out of bed, jump into the gym, get my exercise going, like eat fantastic for all the things. Now I could not give a fuck. I don't want to do it. Like, I really don't want to do it. There is not one fiber in my body that wants to do it. I just want to sit on the couch all day, watch Netflix and eat Cheetos. That's just what I want to do. So this has been such a struggle for me. Please don't think you're alone. Oh, my gosh. Please don't think that you're ever alone in this type of vibe. Just because certain people might look like they're ahead of you in the weight loss game, that doesn't mean that they don't deal with the same mindset struggles that you are dealing with. So I thought to myself, I need to get my shit together. What is going to be the quickest, fastest way for me to recalibrate and Find a path that I feel really comfortable walking throughout this season of my life. And I keep talking about like the actual seasons, but sometimes you can be going through a personal season. Like we all have ebbs and flows. You might have just lost somebody that you love, a pet and or family member, somebody close. You might be dealing with a diagnosis. You might be dealing with a job situation. Maybe either you're in a shit job that you hate and or you're between jobs. You might be dealing with a relationship challenge. I have been through all of these. I don't know why I felt like I needed to sing that to you, but I've been through all of these, all of them, probably multiple times, and I get it. So if you are if you are able, I would strongly suggest at this point in time that you grab a pen and paper because what I'm going to share with you now is going to completely change your life. This is how it goes. Many, many years ago, potentially I would say probably – I, listen, I saw this on the Oprah show. This is what triggered this for me. I saw this on the Oprah show. I reckon I was freshly married. So we're talking a good 20, 20, like I was probably in my mid-20s. Okay, so mid-20s. What am I now? Fifty-two, nearly. So, really, if we're going to be very honest, it's nearly thirty years. It's nearly thirty years ago. But you see this all the time when talk shows were the rage. So we had like the Oprahs and Ellen, which is only just more recently wrapped up. We had the Donahue's and um, or oh, Sally Jesse or some. There was all kinds of things back in my era, and. Very often, all the time, not even very often, it was like a standard mandatory question that Oprah would have one of her guests on stage. So back then she might have had like whoever. These were the big stars of the day, the Brad Pitt's, George Clooney's, Julia Roberts, these were the stars back then, and she would get them on the show. And she asked this particular individual, I don't recall who it was, oh, well, it could have been Janet Jackson. (laughs) She asked them, what would you, now that you've made it and you're famous and isn't this fabulous, what would you say to your younger self? And they come out with all the vanilla responses. Like, I would tell myself, never give up. I would tell myself, keep going, believe in yourself, it's going to happen, and all just the very... Non inspiring responses, like really. I remember sitting on my couch and watching this on my little TV people. Listen, any of you young uns that are listening to this today, we didn't have big flat screen TVs. That was not a fucking thing. I had like a box. My TV was a box and I'm watching Oprah on the box. And this is what she asked. And I watched and I thought to myself, you know, this is all very jolly. Like, oh, I would have told myself, you're amazing and you can do it and just believe in yourself. And I thought, for fuck's sake, that doesn't help you now. How is that even fucking relevant now? It's a useless and absolutely waste of time question to ask. It's insane. Of course, you're not going to say, I would have told myself, you're a dumbass and you're never going to. No, it's very easy with the benefit of hindsight, to be able to look back and say, I would have told myself, it's all going to be incredible, so don't give up. So I'm sitting there on my couch, probably eating, (laughs) probably eating chocolate. And I thought to myself, you know, what would be a way better question than that? Instead of asking myself, what would I tell myself? What would I tell my younger self? And now at this particular stage in life and this age and this stage, and what would I tell my younger self? I thought, you know what? If I could talk to my 40, 50, because let's all remember I was young then. If I could talk to my 40, 50, 60, 70, 80-year-old self, what would she say to me now? I don't give a shit about this imaginary old version of me and what would I currently say to that that person. That person's gone, so fucking long gone, it's ridiculous. They're just dust. They're a memory. But I am here now and if I could talk to my older, 60, 70, 80 uh, year old version of me, what would they say to me now with my current dreams, my current goals, my current aspirations, my current weight loss situation and goals? What would that version of me say to the current version of me now? And let me tell you something, sister, that was transformative for me. Transformative. Do you know why? Because there is, listen, this is just my beliefs. This is a more like a quantum physics type situation, but I do believe that every single possible version of you exists somewhere in time. Your choice now is to decide which one you are going to tap into because you're going to end up somewhere in your life. Of course you are. You go, we're all going to end up somewhere, but where we end up is completely decided by the, the choices that we are making today. So, If it were possible to chat to my 70, 80-year-old version of me and let's just say she's fucking successful, she's amazing, she's healthy, she's strong, she's been living at her goal weight for 10 million years now. Like it's just a ridiculous thought to think that of the days when she was overweight. Like that's just like, oh, my God, that was so long ago. She's got her shit together with food. She's happy, like I said. All the qualities that we could potentially ask for in life, she's achieved them. No, I want to speak to that version. I want to speak to her. I want to see what she, what advice she's got to give me now that I can fucking use that I could implement. I could write it out. I could go, fuck, well, she did this and she did that. And, and once she did that, she achieved X, Y, Z result. Now you've got a plan you can actually work with. That's the difference between the bullshit vanilla questions that Oprah was asking on that day. And this question, which can potentially change the entire trajectory of your life. So if I was to do this myself, which I'm going to do after we get off this podcast, I'm going to sit down and ask myself, all right, if I could have an audience with this older version of me, first of all, what would I want to ask her? And what wisdom would I want to glean from the answers that she gives me? I would for sure, I wouldn't even be going to my 80-year-old self at this point. I'd probably just be going 10 years ahead. I'd be going to like my, oh God, this is I can't believe I'm going to say this. I would go to my 60-year-old self. Lord help me. I'll go to my 60 year old self, who in my mind is looking fabulous and amazing. And she's like, got all the vibe going on. She's in her, I'm fucking fabulous era. And I would ask her, honey, you have a great body. You're looking incredible. You're happy. Your life is full. You've got all the things that we could potentially ask for. And in our lives, money, success, whatever it is that you want, the great relationship, whatever it is. And if I could ask her, how did you get that? How did you achieve it? And she might say whatever she says. Well, yeah, okay, I hear you. But when you were back at now where I am, when you were back at 50 and you felt like this and you looked like this and, and things didn't seem like they were ever going to work out, what did you do? And I already know, I know this is what my 10-year-old version, 10 year old version, like 10 years ahead of me version would say. I can't even bring myself to say 60. <laughs> this is what my future self, can we just like, can we just be real? This is what my future self would say to me. She would say, I stopped putting up with my own bullshit, Kylie. First and foremost, I stopped listening to my own bullshit thoughts. And I sat down and I mapped out on paper exactly what I wanted to achieve. And then I extrapolated or worked backwards and worked out what are the steps that I would need to take to achieve it. So then if I said, "Oh well, gosh, Kyle, what were those steps?'" I already know. She would say, I got up at 5am, even though it was winter, even though it was cold, even though I fucking hated winter. That was a story I was actually telling myself. That wasn't true. Like hating winter is not a thing. Hating winter is a story we tell ourselves. So I stopped telling myself the bullshit story. And I started telling myself getting up at 5am gives me Things in my life. It doesn't take away from me. It doesn't take away sleep and rest and cozy time in the bed. It doesn't take anything away from me. What it does is it gives me opportunities. It gives me energy. It gives me clear thinking and incredible positive mindset. It gave me so much more that it could potentially, so much more than it could ever have potentially taken away that it was worth every second of missing an hour of sleep or two hours of sleep or whatever it might be. So she would say, I got up at 5am and I got my ass to the gym real early, not because I love the gym, just because I knew that was going to be the best thing to help discipline my mindset out of its whiny little bullshit stories that it kept telling itself. And if I said to her, did you get your eating perfect all the time? Like how did you get rid of all the last bits of weight? She would say, I didn't get my eating perfect. I did not get my eating perfect. The reason I got here is because when I didn't get my eating perfect, I kept on going. I didn't sit in a pity party on a puddle on the floor and eat fucking Cheetos for four days until I could get my mindset positive again. She would say, no. No, honey, I just kept going and figured it out as I went. So many of you are sitting around looking for the perfect time, the perfect place, the perfect explanation, the perfect circumstances to be able to start your weight loss journey. And when the smallest hiccup occurs, like you have a fight with your partner or whatever is going on, you go face down in cheesecake. That is bullshit. Now, so let's say you go, do go face down in, in the cheesecake, that's fine. This is Again, this is what I mean. When my future self would say to me, I didn't stop, I just kept going, that's what she means. It means that if I did go face down in cheesecake, I would get myself the fuck back up and I would go, well, that wasn't my smartest move. Okay, what do I need to do now? And you would just pick yourself up and keep going, making great food choices the next time you're hungry. She would not have punished herself with 5,000 years of you know, gym work to try and burn off the calories. That's not even a thing. You literally can't do that. You can't out-exercise a bad diet. So it's actually really, really simple. If I said to it, right, well, so what was your morning routine? I know. It would just, I know what it is. You know how you know what it is? Because it's what you already know that you probably should be doing, but you're not. That's actually the answer that she would be giving you. She would be saying, "Oh yeah, I did and for me I know. I know that I really desire to get up at 5, but it's so cold that I'm not doing it. But I, my heart's desire is to do it. I'm not saying you need to get up at 5. I'm saying this is what my the the future version of me, would be saying if I was truly honoring what I know is right for me and my heart, she would say, I got up at five. I went to the gym. I made sure the kitchen was clean and spotless and like everything was looking really in order so that I never came home to like just a chamozzle in the house. She would say, I scheduled shit in my calendar. I didn't, this is what I currently do, schedule it and ignore it. She would say, no, I scheduled it and I paid attention to it. But never once was I getting things perfect and on time and on online and all that. No, no, no. The point is that when it didn't go according to plan, she just kept going. She kept moving forward. You cannot fall in a heap as long as you're moving that's the thing you can't fall in a heap as long as you're moving so she would have kept moving forward and then if i asked her okay well what was your nighttime routine like she was like well i wasn't fucking staying up till midnight i wasn't staying up till 11:30 i got my butt in bed at this time i was choosing these kinds of foods i was making decisions that made me feel good but not not depriving myself, not restricting or anything like that. should be like, I ate all the things. I just ate them in amounts and quantities and in ways that actually lit my soul up, not something that made me feel like a piece of crap because I felt like I'd overeaten all the time every time something went wrong. I hope that you are picking up what I'm putting down. you really do understand this and get the value in this. This is something that I would normally share with private clients. This is not something I would normally like just talk about randomly, but it did come to my mind today when I was working out. And I thought, yeah, this is something that we need to know because as busy as we all are in our lives, we often are still so confused as to the right quote unquote right steps to take to be able to move forward effectively. And because we feel like we're not getting it right, we stumble and then we just sit down somewhere on our life's journey thinking we need to wait for a better time. What I really want to reassure you today is there is no better time. This is the time. The time is now for you to start making small moves. It was never, ever about making giant ass leaps into your most incredible life. That is not how it works. Listen, nobody on planet Earth made one giant ass leap and then they got there. It's not a fucking Mission Impossible movie. This is not how it goes. You need to make not not a few, not a hundred, thousands and probably millions of tiny weeny, little micro decisions that will stack on each other. They are what will eventually calibrate your life to the new one that you want, but that takes time. That takes time continual focus and continual pivoting so that every time you do make a choice with food that you weren't really thrilled about, it doesn't end your world anymore because you already know the path that you're on and you might have hiccups along the way, but it doesn't deviate you off the path. It's all part of the learning journey. So with that, my loves, if you haven't yet hopped on over to kyliepacks.com forward slash free course, I share with you every single last thing I did to lose 20 kilos. And it is in a free four part video series. I mean, really, what more can you ask for? Kyliepacks.com forward slash free course. If you have any questions or you want to share this episode, by all means, please tag me over on Insta or drop into my inbox. I am always more than happy to chat. Until then, I will see you next week. Oh, I forgot my little final sign out. Of course, remember the only person who has the power to change your life is you. We When you listen, I'm for real when I say this, if you do go ahead and implement this little tool that I've shared with you today, please feel free to share it with me over on social because I would love to hear your results. As I said, I'm going to drop off and do it now. But when you do that, and you start following through, even when you don't feel like it, even when it looks like it's not working, even when it doesn't feel great. That's truly, truly, truly when you've got what it takes. I'm sending you tremendous amounts of love. I will see you all again next week. Until then, gorgeous ones, bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning in. Remember to shimmy your butt over to KyliePax.com forward slash free course and sign up for my free weight loss training so you can start losing your weight now. You'll also find helpful notes and resources in my past podcast that will help you lose your weight without the BS diet drama. I'll see you next week.